Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Hello. Hello to everyone this afternoon. It is Wednesday, and we are rolling through this week. Baylor plays its first Big 12 game on Saturday, that game uh, in Lawrence. And then, of course, the following week, Iowa State comes to town. Iowa State historically drops a game early. They usually bounce back. Tough team. That is a tough team, and that's going to be a 2.30 start. And, of course, we'll be out there with our tailgate show, our uh, game day tailgate show. Have a good time out there. The office of Baylor alumni, Doug Furch, the whole gang out there, will have a really nice time with that. And uh, Aaron Sexton, hope you're doing well today. I think uh, I copied you on that picture, you and John Morris. I hope uh, you noticed the, the coverage that I provided today for our station, <laughs> I did the hard work, sir. I went out to Merido Golf Club in Carrollton, Texas, and covered some Baylor men's golf. I did it yesterday, too. Um, highs today of around 86, 87 with a nice breeze. Really, the weather is starting to break. A little earlier than I recall it's starting to break. I'm not saying we won't have some hot days ahead of us, but um, that is a tough, Tough golf course out there, the Merido Golf Club. It would bring lesser men to their knees. But uh, the Baylor men stepped up today and were really playing well. In fact, uh, at one point, Johnny Kiefer was in the lead of this tournament. He's now two strokes back as they come down the stretch, and he was on the 14th hole last time I looked. He's the number one player for the Baylor. Now, he was a freshman last year, good player. Johnny's a fine, fine player for the Bears, and I think someday we'll, we'll, there's a good chance he's on the PGA Tour, and it's great to see some of the Baylor family out there, the Dossie family. Uh, Cooper Dossie was a great player at Baylor. Uh, Luke Dossie, his younger brother, is now a sophomore on the team, and uh, their mom had a nice visit with her today. And then, Aaron, where you saw that picture of me, uh, I found an Adirondack chair uh, on number six in a grove of, um, well, let's call them sycamore trees. No, they were more like oaks, looked like oaks. And uh, just a really nice little grove of trees. And, and, and they had several, I, I hope, I don't know who they were for, but there were some Adirondack chairs. And I just made myself at home and watched all the bears come through there from my Adirondack chair. Then I followed Kiefer uh, all the way back through the, the rest of the front nine. But, uh, Aaron, did I, could you tell by the pictures that went out on social media uh, and, 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 and feel free, Aaron, if you need to retweet that on the ESPN Central Texas uh, socials. I know uh, Gary loves it, man. And one of the things he always is looking, hey, have you all put up enough Twitter posts today? It's one of the questions he always asks, the owner of Eminem Broadcasting. Uh, Aaron, did, you, did it look like I was doing some pretty, pretty hardcore golf coverage out there? Sure. <laughs> I If it... You had sunglasses on. I, I'm not sure you were awake, actually. It was not. I tell you what, the weather. <laughs> I I bet it was great out there, though. It looked oh, it looked really nice, and, and the weather is great. Oh man, the Bears have moved into a set. Man, they they were up there today, earlier today. Had moved into a tie for fifth. They dropped down to seventh. They had a little trouble. Their fourth and fifth golfers just came out slow first two rounds today. Both of them actually played really well. Um, and and oddly enough, the the um, their best player is just and he I, I saw him Aaron this guy's name again Johnny Kiefer the name to remember I saw him get in this deep mess on six and you're like oh my gosh what's it look like and one of the uh, marshals or the volunteers went over and took a look at it and reported back to me of course I didn't I didn't want to have to get out of the Adirondack chair to go look he said man this thing's buried. 
That thing's buried. He opens up that club and comes out of that deep stuff and puts that thing within about five feet of the hole. Now, missed the putt, but it was a gorgeous, it was a gorgeous uh, uh, save attempt. Uh, would have had a birdie if he had gotten the up and down. He had to settle for par there. And uh, Johnny Kay, who's cut his hair, he had, at one point he had some long hair. Uh, I'm looking to see. Okay, he just parred number 14, and he remains for the day at one over. He is two strokes back of the leader, uh, the individual leader, Cameron Sisk, from Arizona State. Now, Cameron Sisk is only um, through seven holes today. So the Arizona State, obviously, they're, they're doing really well in this tournament, so they went off later in the day. Uh, I, we'll have to pay some attention to that because, Aaron, the, uh, the, the wind had kicked up out there. So this thing could get a little tough as the day unfolds. Had a really nice, Aaron, you would have enjoyed it, a nice buffet, some buffalo chicken uh, ranch or, or a chicken Caesar um, wrap, some uh, sandwiches, a chick, they had the club, uh, turkey club, or they had the roast beef. I went with the roast beef uh, with some spicy mustard. And uh, then they had a couple of different soups. The tomato basil was available and the broccoli cheese. I'm always a, a sucker for the broccoli cheese soup, even going back to the Black Eyed Pea days. And so I went with the uh, – I don't know. Aaron, I, I have to assume that buffet was also meant for the media. Um, I, I didn't stick around to ask a lot of questions. <laughs> I got in the buffet line, started loading up my plate because <laughs> that's kind of what I'm – I'm attuned to do. I mean, that's kind of what – but, man, you know what's fun, Aaron, about uh, – uh, I don't know how many college golf tournaments you've attended, but you – in unlike PGA, there's no ropes. You know what I mean? Like, there's no – you just kind of, like, walk along with the players. Now, you don't try to talk to them between shots. I mean, other than say, hey, good shot, or clap a little bit. But um, you just literally just kind of – I mean, you kind of give them way, but if you – if they're, like, hitting drives – then you can just kind of jump out in front of them and move on down to the next shots and then get right behind it. Like, you you can just actually walk right where they're all walking. I mean, and this was a big-time tournament. This is A&M, Texas Tech, USC, Arizona State, Baylor, TCU, SMU. I mean, it's like really big-time. Uh, Liberty has a great golf team, by the way. But that's what's kind of neat about it. You just literally – just kind of walk the course with all the players. It reminded me, I used to, in my early days of being at the Dallas Morning News and Arlington Morning News before that, I covered a lot of American Junior Golf Association events. And, you know, of course, you can just kind of go out there and walk around with all the parents, hang out with the parents and all. And it's, it's a lot like that. The parents are still all out there. And the parents are taking this harder than the kids. I saw, I, he shall remain nameless, but I saw the dad of one of the Baylor players yesterday. And he said, I said, how's it going? And he said, oh, my son's having a son's having a rough day out there. And, and the dad, the son came through, looked fine. Looked like he was handling everything fine. The dad looked, Aaron looked, he'd been through the ringer. The dad was ready just to kind of curl up in a fetal position out there. I liked him, though. I liked the parents. For the most part, you see some high school golf parents every once in a while, maybe even college golf, get a little over the, over the top and get too aggressive and get way too helicopter, uh, helicopter-ish. These parents were all really nice and laid back. Like the Dossie parents are just like really cool, like, you know, cheering on everybody, cheering for the SMU people in their group and all that. But um, really cool, really fun. And then the, the uh, there's a kid named Bosco who'd had a couple of rough rounds, good player for the Bears, and I don't know, he just shot – he just wasn't playing well first couple of days today – the guy's even. I mean, I, I think it's a, I think it's par seventy-two, and he shot eighty-three, eighty-two, and today he's even. I mean, it just tells you how crazy golf is. Um, and 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 literally, he was about to, he was on pace. In fact, he's about to wrap it up. Um, and uh, I'm looking here to see what he ended up with. Aaron, can you tell that I enjoy, I enjoy college golf a little bit? I can. Okay. Um. This this was uh, Bos Trey Bosco. Let's see if he's finished. Yeah, yeah, he shot a let's see thirty five thirty seven uh, seventy two total today. I mean, think about that, Aaron. He goes eighty three eighty two, and then he shoots seventy two today. And 
I mean, he just it was just too late for him to climb back in the thing and truly help the team as much as he had hoped to help the team. But what a deal. And then um, and then here's uh, well, let's see here. Let's see the uh, the 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 freshman Drew Wrightson is coming down the stretch here, and if he 34, 37, do the math for me. Um, so anyway, we'll we'll see how he finishes up. He still looks like he has 18 to play, and he might finish with just only about a three or four over. I mean, this is a it's really that's a bounce back round, and uh, it's pretty neat to see. All right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside as we begin our day. Now, there is something we want to do. Yes, we've gotten a lot of feedback. Aaron, it's been really fun. You did a great job of getting that out there yesterday. Lots of people in the Baylor family have complimented our uh, interview with the president of Baylor. Um, and, and I know Tom was excited about that. Tom Barfield is the program director. That's pretty cool when you can land the president of the university. And when we get a big name like that, Aaron, sometimes we'll play a little bit more of it the following day in case anybody missed that. But uh, great job getting that out there yesterday. And we've gotten a lot of good feedback on, uh, on, on President Livingstone's uh, appearance. And uh, we appreciate her. She comes on with us periodically. Thought it went really well. It really enjoyed our visit with her. And then, Aaron, I think we've got this set up at, um, at 320 here. Uh, we're going to do, uh, we're going to do, let's see, and, yeah, in about uh, eight minutes, we will let you hear some from, uh, uh, we'll let, we'll let you hear some from, uh, uh, from President Livingstone. And we may have the Baylor golf coach at 340. It just depends on how things finish up here. Um, but, uh, I'm watching this thing, uh, Man, it, it is really interesting. I'm watching to see. We may get the Baylor golf coach at 340. It just depends on if their top golfer uh, finishes in time. Also, uh, on another golf note, the Baylor women finished really, really well. I think they had one of the best rounds of their tournament today, and they have someone named Gerline Kaur who played in the U.S. Women's Open. She is big time. Uh, Hannah Karg is great. Britis Snyder. Uh, they, I mean, they, it's a really, really uh, great team the women have as well. Uh, but Cowboys news. Aaron, you might say, Mosley, you, a lot of times you talk about Cowboys. You know, where's your Cowboys stuff? Well, today, Zach Martin has come out and basically said, hey, I'm a right guard. I get paid to play right guard. Okay, I'll do whatever they need me to do, but I'm here to play right guard. All right, what does that tell you, Aaron? Well, that probably tells you that in in Inseki, I think is how you say his name, either Inseki or Steele is going to start at right tackle. Now, Jerry, as only Jerry Jones can, he came out yesterday and said, "Yeah, and yeah, uh, Steele's going to get start, second year player. Um, he's going to get start." Well, today, <clears throat> Mike McCarthy, the head coach, said, oh, "I hadn't made the decision yet. We have not made that decision yet, so we shall see." Now, again, Terrence Steele last year got some spot duty, pretty good player, undrafted guy, as I recall. Inseki has more experience. He started a few games in his career. He's been around, uh, ha- certainly has more experience. Still younger, probably a little bit better athlete, a little better with his feet. So you could go either way. Either way, as Jerry noted yesterday, they're going to have to help. They're going to have to help over there. I mean, you who are you lining up against? Oh, yeah, one of the Bosa brothers? Oh, yeah, they're good. Yeah, the Bosa brothers are sort of good. And, uh, and, and this one in particular is a monster. This guy comes ripping off the edge, and he is one scary dude. So the good news for Cowboys is that they're going to go into enemy territory, and I say that in quotes because there will be a ton of Cowboys fans at that SoFi Stadium. Because Chargers just have not developed much of a following in Los Angeles. Okay, they had they had loyal fans in San Diego. Let's not act like they followed them to Los Angeles. It hadn't happened. Cowboys fans have a good presence in Southern California, so they'll be good. But, again, that's going to be a tough, tough matchup. And uh, the one thing I will say, I've been looking at a lot of the uh, – Aaron, you do this too. You know how people cut up individual plays from the game and, and they'll talk about it and stuff. Um, one of those guys that does that is Brian Baldinger, who played for the Cowboys years ago. I'm loving what Baldy does. Uh, Aaron, if you don't follow uh, Baldinger 
on social media, on Twitter, and our people don't, you should start. B-A-L-D-I-N-G-E-R. He cuts up the game tape, and then he, he does it in a great, fun way, and he breaks down and really zeroes in on individual players. He did some cut-ups of Micah Parsons. For instance, we came out of that game thinking, hey, Parsons played pretty well. Was he great? No. Was he okay? Yeah, yeah, he was fine. I, I watched what Baldinger did, Aaron, and it was it was really cool. Like Parsons was beating blocks, making plays, good in coverage, like stuff that we weren't always seeing in live action. Parsons in, in Baldinger calls him the best player on the Cowboys defense. You say, well, what about DeMarcus? Yeah. I'm just saying that's what Baldinger is saying about it. All right, we uh, we have an opportunity, uh, in case you missed it, or even if you heard some of it want to hear a little bit more of it, we had an opportunity to sit down with the president of Baylor University, Dr. Linda Livingstone, joins us next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight in very comfortable conditions. Low temperatures fall to 69 degrees. It'll be mostly sunny tomorrow with a high of 90. And then on Friday, mostly sunny skies. It'll be a hot day, 95 for the high and looking good for Friday night football. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor football lives here. And the Bears open Big 12 play this Saturday in Lawrence against the Kansas Jayhawks. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff Saturday with John, JJ, and Ricky. The Bears and the Jayhawks open conference play against each other this Saturday. And you've got the best seat in the house for all the action right here on ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. All right, always enjoy talking about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Alan Samuels is an award-winning dealer, but you'll find much more uh, with a great award-winning products. The new 2021 Ram has been ranked number one automotive brand by J.D. Power's initial quality study, with the 2001 Dodge brand ranked number two right behind the Ram. My gosh. I mean, they, they, that is, you're talking about one-two punch. Doesn't stop there. How about the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named the highest quality midsize truck in the automotive models? All right, big award award ceremony. I wish they'd invite me to those award ceremonies. Check out the new 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star. That's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. Ram trucks engineered to bring confidence under the toughest road conditions with impressive towing capacity payloads and load stability also have that comfort and the uh, ex- uh, the demands of daily driving. It's always up to the task. All right, remember, 201 West Loop, 340, just down from Highway 84, your friend of the car business. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. My sweet cheeks feeling squeaky clean When Charmin's rolling behind the scenes Charmin TV gives me those cheeky clean feels. That ultra strong hype is all for reals. Those TV rolls got me a Charmin clean took it. Cheeky 
Charmin Ultra Strong just cleans better. Enjoy the go with Charmin. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The NFL Players Association determined Josh Gordon has successfully completed his NFL monitored treatment program and has recommended to the league that he be reinstated. Gordon was suspended indefinitely in December of 2019. Division I College Football Oversight Committee is considering a one-year waiver that would allow football programs to go over a 25-player signing limit. The growing number of transfers is leaving them under the 85 scholarship target. UMHB's Jefferson Prince was named D3 Team of the Week. He had seven tackles, forced a fumble, recovered a fumble, and had a 44-yard punt return for a touchdown in Saturday's win over ETBU. Baylor Coaches Show tonight with John Morris at 7 o'clock on ESPN Central Texas, and the Temple Wildcats Scott Stewart Coaches Show tonight from Wings Pizza and Things in Temple starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, we'll have some updates uh, for you and uh, may have the Baylor golf coach, but they're still on the course right now. So I'm trying to leave Mike McGraw alone right now as they try to uh, finish strong in the Merido uh, Collegiate Invitational. Beautiful golf course up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I guess it's technically, I don't know if it's Carrollton or Farmer's Branch, but it's really, really a gorgeous course. Laid out well, extremely tough. One of the toughest courses in the state of Texas it used to be called the Honors Club, but now it's called Merido, and uh, it's really nice. If we don't talk to Coach, I got this thing for you. Uh, remind me, uh, Aaron, the top five jobs in college football. The top five jobs in college football. This USC job open, you might be interested to see what the results were after they asked uh, the athletic, you know, they love to go out there and poll about like a hundred coaches and 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 all these people, and and we we shall see. We'll let you know the top coaches, the top coaching jobs in all of college football. I really like that. Okay, we had an opportunity yesterday, and when we get a big name, awesome guest, and we have a lot of them, uh, but when we do get somebody of this level, I like to come back and let our folks have another shot at it in case they missed it. And if you did hear it, you know, listen again. Listen to a little bit of it. This is, uh, this is great for us. Uh, this is Dr. Linda Livingstone, Baylor president, joining the Matt Mosley show with Aaron Sexton yesterday. And, and here is a portion of what we discussed. I am so happy to present to our audience, returning to the Matt Mosley show, it is President Linda Livingstone and uh, President Livingstone, wonderful to have you. You never know uh, when you may run into uh, uh, the Mosley Show. I think recently it was on the sideline of a football game, and uh, <laughs> it's always fun to see you and the first gentleman. We were able to uh, stay safe down there because the Texas State student section was a little rough, but, uh, but I thought we handled ourselves nicely and uh, were able to uh, stay safe on the sideline. Well, they were definitely engaged in that game and, and a little rowdy as they supported their team that day. But it was good to see you there, Matt. It's always good to catch up with you. All right. First things first, um, huge weekend for Baylor volleyball. <laughs> I, I mean, this is, uh, this, is a, this is a perennial top ten uh, team, and you already love that volleyball squad, but you happen to have a loved one, your daughter Shelby, is an assistant on the uh, the coaching staff. That's now that has to be really cool. Even Ada, uh, you cheer for all the Baylor teams, but uh, and your your daughter was a really good college volleyball player at Rice. But how cool is that to see a top five type program and then have your daughter involved and then see them do so well? 
Well, we are are thrilled to watch them play. Of course, it's uh, extra special when our daughter's on the sideline helping out. She loves that team and loves working with them. But they're such a talented group of of young women, and uh, I can't wait to see how their season progresses. They had a, a little bit of a challenge getting started, but they have a terribly difficult preseason. And this weekend against Florida, they seem to, to really get focused and together, and then they're back home this weekend. In fact, they play our daughter's Rice Owls, they're her alma mater on uh, Thursday night, so we'll be excited to have them back home and get to see them in person. Now, Yossi's vertical, is that, uh, Yossiana, is that similar to when you played for Oklahoma State basketball? Would you say you all have similar uh, vertical leaps? Hers is a, a pretty good multiple of what mine was. I don't even <laughs> want to think that I could get anywhere near uh, where she was. Jumping was not my uh, uh, strongest suit as a basketball player. <laughs> She's vertical. Man, watching her, they've measured her. You know, and I, I don't – the way they present it, I don't always know exactly what it means because it's like all these – but, I mean, it must be – 35 inch vertical or maybe even more like a 38 that's just in that's insane yeah. i mean it's uh no i think I'm, she's got one of the highest verticals of any of our our athletes on campus she's an unbelievably talented athlete just all the way around and such a power hitter and then certainly the addition of avery skinner this year along with uh, lauren harrison who returns and several others they're just an unbelievably athletic and talented group of young women and they're just fine young women as well they represent the the university extremely well yeah brian skinner was a great basketball player for baylor as you know so when they won that national title at kentucky uh volleyball and i heard one of his daughters was transferring i called brian immediately and brian didn't realize the news was out there he told me he said don't put this out there yet matt and i said well it's our but it's already on the volleyball the baylor volleyball twitter handle <laughs> It's, <laughs> I said it's already, we learned, already released there are, it. <laughs> there are very few secrets in college athletics, you know. It's it's uh, not a world that keeps secrets well. All right. Well, President Livingstone, take me back to the day, that fateful day, Texas and OU. The news spread like wildfire. It happened during the SEC media days. That was a report in the Houston Chronicle. What do you remember? What were you doing Uh <laughs> Everybody asks you these big monumental moments. Where were you that day? That ended up being a pretty big day. Do you remember? Um, I don't know if yes. you're not like me. You're not checking Twitter all the time. Who who was the who was the first call that you received? And what was your what was kind of your first call that you made when you saw that news come down? Yeah, I can't remember. Somebody sent me the Houston Chronicle. Uh, uh, link. I don't even remember who it was. My family was, we were on our way to Oklahoma. I had a niece getting married that weekend. I think that was on a Wednesday, maybe. And we were on our way to Oklahoma uh, for that wedding. And uh, so needless to say, my a few days of vacation ended up not being much vacation uh, leading up to that wedding. But I, of course, I reached out to Mac Rhodes and, and we began to visit. And then, of course, we had uh, calls very quickly with the conference to begin to understand what was going on but uh, it was certainly not what we expected at least at that point in time and and certainly nothing we had any indication whatsoever from either of those institutions that they were thinking about um, and so it uh, moved us on a path that uh, you know frankly uh, was really rough for a, a several weeks there but I think in the last couple of weeks the uh, where we got focused on what we needed to do, what the best options were, and then we, of course, feel really good about where we came to last Friday and bringing those four schools into the conference in the next few years. So it was a roller coaster for several weeks, but good to bring it uh, to where it is now in, in fairly short order. Did, did Baylor receive interest from any of these um, other conferences? I, 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 I think you were getting probably a lot of unsolicited advice from all of us alums. Of course, on the radio, I, we were thinking, okay, could we fit here? Could we fit there? I, I am curious because at first it, it did feel like every school for itself kind of mentality, which is very understandable. You've got to figure out, okay, where do we land in all this? Was there – uh, what was that initial feeling like from from uh, from other conferences and other places around the country? Where where was uh, was, was there interest? Because I mean, we're coming off a national title. I would have to think 
uh, Baylor ha had gotten to the point where uh, we would be pretty thought of as pretty attractive. Yeah. Well, you know, I think when something like that happens, you, you begin to evaluate kind of what, what the different pathways are that you could go, whether that um, with the eight remaining schools, uh, you know, what role might the Texas schools play in that? Where might Baylor land? So, you know, you begin to look at all of the different pathways that could be possibilities. And then as you gather information, you begin to say, well, that pathway is not going to work or that one's not. And ultimately, you know, it became clear that the eight schools staying together, um, finding a way to bring in some strong schools to expand the conference was going to by far be the best alternative for all of us, both individually and collectively. And, and I think that began to be clear pretty early. And I think the, the schools in the conference also tried to uh, maintain the integrity of our bylaws and the commitments we'd made to the conference about how we were going to work together and how we would or would not talk uh, to other conferences in the process. Uh, we saw what happens when the, those bylaws weren't followed and when, um, when, uh, and the impact that that had. And so I think we were also trying to be respectful of that process as we evaluated our alternatives both uh, individually and collectively but i think uh, everyone in the conference feels really good about where we are and and the eight schools the presidents the athletic directors uh, really uh, came together uh, in a, a, a very collaborative and, and a coherent way to get to the point that we got to last week are we allowed uh president livingstone to do horns down now after after what happened well um <laughs> I think that we need to take the high road and, okay, uh, and right. behave ourselves and, and be good examples right. for others. I'm not going to dictate what individuals in the stands are going to uh -huh. do on that, but uh, I, I hope that our, our players and our fans and everyone, uh, you know, certainly go into these games with great enthusiasm and excitement mm -hmm. for our team, but uh, also uh, conduct themselves as we would hope folks from Baylor do. Okay, I'm going to take a peek at that high road, see if I can take that in this instance. Uh, the uh, conference chose four schools. And BYU, mm -hmm. obviously, Cincinnati, UCF. Uh, I mean, this is Houston, University of Houston. Uh, at one point, people didn't want Houston back in 2016. How, I, I know there had to be other schools in the discussion. What was it in your mind about these four schools that made them – I, I know some of them maybe give you a footprint in other as far as for TV and streaming purposes, but w w what really stood out about these four schools that, that, that made you close in on them? Well, when you begin to look at the landscape, you say, okay, what's going to add value to our conference uh, athletically, academically, recruiting-wise? And so these four schools really rose to the top there. They've had very successful uh, football programs. Uh, the, the conference may actually be stronger in basketball than it was before, as strong of a conference as we've had. They bring a lot of strength there. They bring uh, geographic diversity, both in terms of time zones for media, recruiting in a couple of states that are uh, some of the best recruiting states for, uh, for college athletes. And so as we looked at that media market and even the media interest in their athletic programs and the viewership of their athletic programs, and so you begin to look at all of those different factors, uh, and, and those four schools pretty quickly rose to the top, and we felt like they would be great additions to the conference at, at this point. And so it really did not take us long to coalesce around uh, the schools that would be um, the best to in, to be a part of uh, kind of a, a reconstituted Big 12 conference. I like this BYU-Baylor thing. Wasn't that nice that we already had them on the schedule, that, that the Bears already had uh, BYU on the schedule? Um, I'm trying to feed some sort of religious angle to this thing, the Baptist and the Mormons. I know you'll probably try to stay out of that. I'm looking for some different ways. But that now that will be – I think it could be really fun. They, they played, by the way, back in the 80s, and Steve Young was the quarterback. In fact, Baylor beat them back in the 80s. Don't you think that'll be cool, A uh, the Baptists and the uh, LDS getting together? Well, I know we've had a lot, even prior to us uh, inviting them into the conference, there was a tremendous amount of interest in the, the football game that 
uh, we have this year. It does happen to be homecoming, which probably adds to that as well. Mm. And then, of course, we hired uh, their offensive coordinator, their offensive line coach, uh, who are you can tell are doing a wonderful job for us. So, you know, I think uh, it's it's a great matchup across the board. They've been very strong in basketball. Their women's sports are extremely strong. They will really help strengthen uh, the conference's women's sports across the board. So I think we're going to really enjoy playing them as a university, and I think there'll be some wonderful rivalries there uh, as to uh, another private institution within the conference and certainly a faith-based institution. Um, there are very few private institutions across the Power Five conferences, so it's nice to bring another one into that fold. President Linda Livingstone joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Where are you right now, uh, President Livingstone, on the Big 12 leadership? Uh, I, I have been uh, pretty vocal. I, I just, I, I've liked Bob Bowlesby a lot over the years personally. I have felt like the conference probably could use a new voice uh, or a fresh voice. Uh, especially after going through all of this. I know Bob's been heralded as doing a nice job. Um, I, it just, I don't know. It just felt like the Big 12 Conference leadership, like a lot of people, got caught flat-footed on this thing. Where, um, where you, You're the one who has been working hand-in-hand with that office, though, and Bob Bowlesby himself. Where do you think they stand uh, at this point? Well, I, I can't say enough about uh, the way Commissioner Bolsby worked with the eight presidents and with the conference to really parse out the various opportunities that might be out there and narrow down what we needed to do. And then once we really got focused on the uh, need to expand and then to reach out and then to work with the schools that had expressed interest, um, he did an exceptional job uh, bringing those schools in and, and managing that process. So I think the, the presidents were very pleased with the way he worked with them, with uh, how that worked out. And so, you know, we look forward to looking to the future of the conference and uh, and where we go over the coming years, both as we kind of finish out this current media rights situation and as we look to the future and, and what that next phase might be. But uh, certainly, it was a, a very positive and collaborative process between the, the commissioner, the conference office, and uh, the president, and then, frankly, the athletic directors as well. All right. Uh, there it was, uh, a portion of our uh, our, our visit with uh, the president, um, Dr. Uh, Linda Livingstone, at Baylor, and I uh, really appreciate the time. We had 30 minutes with her yesterday. Appreciate Jason Cook. The uh, well, he's over all of this stuff, uh, marketing and a uh, lot of lot of COO. I got to make sure I get all those things right because I know I sort of know the uh, the CFO there, but Jason's over a lot of it and does a great job uh, on uh, on several fronts. So really good to have uh, President Livingstone on, and I uh, wanted to share some more of that with you. And as we get ready. For another game, Baylor's first Big 12 game against Kansas. Got some thoughts on that, and then I'm going to get you updated on Baylor's on national TV right now. Uh, It is on the Golf Channel, this Merido Collegiate Invitational. I've covered it the last two days uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Been out there moving around the different course. We'll get you updated on that, and then also got some uh, Cowboys to update you on as well. We'll do it all next. Waco High Football on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, the Waco Lions open up district play as they host Mansfield at Waco ISD Stadium. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tusa, Darren Burrow, and me for all the exciting play-by-play action. Our coverage of Waco High Football begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the play-by-play action at 7.30. It's Waco High in Mansfield, and it's Friday night at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long 
story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. Uh, Heritage Creamery, uh, and by the way, also Common Grounds. Looks like uh, next weekend, and I'll give you all the specifics on it. Going to do, uh, I'll be doing a live show right there on the Baylor campus on that'll be three o'clock on a uh, probably the Thursday or Friday before the Iowa State game. Going to get that nailed down, get you all that information, and uh, that will uh, we'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let everybody know, but that's going to be a lot of fun. Common Grounds is a great, great coffee shop. Uh, it's a coffee house. It's right there on the Baylor campus, and it's right across from Collins on 8th. And, um, and then also right, right next to it is Heritage Creamery. Love the ice cream. Uh, everything's 100% all-natural, made in their shop, and you can order by the Cone Scoop, Pint, Float, or Shake. Blake and Kimberly Batson do an incredible job. Our friend E.P. Garth, he's all involved with them as a family member and as a purveyor of ice cream, plus plenty of kid-friendly menu options. Now, they have that one on 8th Street by the Baylor campus, also the one out there for you guys near all the Midway schools and out there uh, in Woodway, 13701 Woodway Drive, okay, in that new uh, little shopping area. Uh, Highway 84 and Ritchie Road, right up from the Midway uh, Administrative Building. Really cool place out there. I love going out there. And uh, they're getting more and more business, and everybody's running by there after school. What a great place to take the kids after school. Get them all hopped up on sugar. Bounce back after a long day at school. Get some ice cream in their system. It is Heritage Creamery and Common Ground. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com or call 524-523-9500. The stars at night are big and bright. At the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo, presented by H-E-B. Mark your calendars Thursday, October 7th through Sunday, October 17th. Don't miss thrilling fair rides, rowdy rodeo action, and hot country music, and much more at the Extra Co. Event Center. For ticket information, visit hotfair.com. You better believe this year's Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo will be big and bright. We'll see you there. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The NFL Players Association determined Josh Gordon has successfully completed his NFL monitored treatment program and has recommended to the league that he be reinstated. Gordon was suspended indefinitely in December of 2019. Division I College Football Oversight Committee is considering a one-year waiver that would allow football programs to go over a 25-player signing limit. The growing number of transfers is leaving them under the 85 scholarship target. UMHB's Jefferson Prince was named D3 Team of the Week. He had seven tackles, forced a fumble, recovered a fumble, and had a 44-yard punt return for a touchdown in Saturday's win over ETBU. Baylor Coaches Show tonight with John Morris at 7 o'clock on ESPN Central Texas and the Temple Wildcats Scott Stewart Coaches Show tonight from Wings Pizza and Things in Temple starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Aaron Sexton alongside rolling through a Wednesday. And, uh, boy, lots to, to hit on today. Thank you, Central National Bank, our, uh, our presenting sponsor, also a sponsor of that uh, our tailgate show uh, before the, Baylor, the home Baylor games that we have a lot of fun 
out there, that game day show. But uh, the Office of Baylor Alumni do a great job and uh, have a wonderful tent, a great, uh, really like the stage that we have out there, kind of wave at the crowd. And then we start that thing two, uh, four hours before kickoff and appreciate Doug Furch and everybody out there. Appreciate the Bubba's 33. Man, love those cheeseburgers. Aaron, if you haven't had a Bubba's 33 cheeseburger, now I, I don't know if they advertise with us, but they were out there. I, I smelled the burger from where I uh, was doing my doing our show from, and I kind of I just kind of followed the smell, and then before you knew it, I had a cheeseburger in my hands. It's kind of what I do, and, uh, and and tremendous, tremendous cheeseburger. Aaron, give that place a try, okay? Put that into your rotation. Bubba's thirty three. I've been there quite a few times. So okay. Great food. Okay. Never. Well, I'm not, I'm not breaking news to Aaron <laughs> Sexton. Yep. All right. Uh, we got a lot to, to get to. I do want to give you an update. Uh, Baylor's not quite off the course yet. I was hoping we would have some good news for you as far as maybe the champion player of the Merido Collegiate Invitational. It's a really cool event. I, just, I was out there covering this thing. Uh, the last couple of days, it's in Carrollton, Texas, and it's a gorgeous golf course. Great layout, tougher than nails. Oh, man, I never want to play it from back there. I mean, I don't even know if I want to play this thing from way up. Move up as far. Uh-oh. Uh, check, Aaron, while I'm talking, check. I just saw Demarcus Lawrence cross my screen. Um, that's something uh, I want to make sure. I want to see exactly what happened to him today. Uh, always got to keep our eye on Cowboys, Cowboys uh, action as we do the show live. Defensive end, Laura, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. This is breaking news. Suffered a foot injury uh, in Wednesday's practice and was listed as a limited participant. Add Randy Gregory's potential absence due to COVID, and the Cowboys' pass rush would look a lot different Sunday versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Ouch. Ouch. I mean, I was going to talk about the right tackle situation, what's going on there, Aaron, but it, you know, fortunately, as we come on and we're trying to stay on top of all this stuff, sometimes some, some live things will happen while we're on the air. And in fact, uh, the, that is the that is the latest news that uh, Demarcus Lawrence suffers a foot injury uh, in today's practice and and was listed as limited as a limited participant. Now, for people that um, are are just, you know just as a reminder, since we're early in the football season, the the injury lists start coming out on Wednesday. That's when we start hearing about okay, who's limited, who's questionable. But uh, wow. If this team has to possibly go without uh, uh, with, without uh, Demarcus Lawrence and uh, Randy Gregory, that would be a really really bad thing. Yeah, they didn't have a great pass rush against Tampa Bay. Imagine how it would look without Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory. I don't I don't know I don't know that they can get any pressure on the quarterback without blitzing and and Justin Herbert is is. is Really, really good. If you don't get pressure yeah, I, on him, you're in for a long day. I agree. And uh, Dorrance Armstrong. I'm just trying to think who would need who they would need to step up. Uh, you you could. I mean, you're you're really deep at linebacker. So in some, in the fact that you like lining Parsons up in different areas, whether it be up the middle or sometimes you put him on the outside, uh, you certainly could utilize him in some different ways. But you don't want to ask too much of him early in his rookie season. But you're going to have to generate some pressure. This is a team with Brent Urban, and they, they may get this uh, Chancy, Ch uh, Chauncey, whatever his name is, the, uh, the 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 young the young defensive tackle that they were getting back in there. This is this is a uh, this is already a team that's a little. Uh, a little shy up the middle, and then and then you take away the outside. I mean, you already you're already hurting a little bit with only Gregory. That the, the thought of not having these two, this thing could be. Now there is some 
I mean, at some point, you know, they're hoping to get uh, Neville Gallimore in there, and, and he would help things inside just because he's another big body that would help kind of break things down. But the, the tackles you're playing with are simply guys that kind of take up space. They're, they're, they're decent against the run. They're not guys known for breaking and causing pressure up the middle. So this is uh, – this is, I, I mean, I'm having, I'm hard pressed to tell you, other than Dorrance Armstrong, who the other backup defensive end is, Aaron. Yeah, I'd have to look it up. I'm trying to do that right now and see who's on the depth chart. You were talking about Chauncey Golston, is the, is yeah, the player you were yeah. referring to. Chauncey Golston is a player that they're trying to get involved. They think he might be active this week. Same with a safety, Malik Hooker, who was one of those guys that was on COVID protocols. And um, so I, I your your backup defensive ends are Dorrance are Dorrance Armstrong and Terrell Basham. Oh goodness, yeah, and yeah, that's number ninety three, I believe, is Terrell Basham. He's an okay player uh, when you kind of put him in spots. He did some okay things in the preseason, had a pretty good training camp, but Basham is more of just a guy that provides some depth and can get you a little rest. He is a guy that you want to have maybe six to seven snaps in a game, you know, not 40 or 50. And uh, to ask Dorrance Armstrong and, and, and Terrell Basham to hold up throughout a game is just uh, uh, that's tremendously tough. Uh, that's a big ask. So what, what they're hoping right now is I want to remind you that Randy Gregory has not has been asymptomatic with his COVID. All right, he is fully vaccinated, and so there is a belief that he could have uh, two po uh, negative tests 24 hours apart. That's what it would take for him to play in this game. But a foot injury has now caused Demarcus Lawrence to uh, – to <laughs> some reason, Aaron, when, I'm, uh, when you have your mic on, I'm just hearing – it's like I hear rattlesnakes. I hear all kinds of interesting things back in the studio. But uh, this is, this is going to be fascinating to watch between uh, to see how they're able to do this and I I mean I, I was already even if they were at full blast I would like to uh, I you know I Justin Herbert was going to be a load and this is a revamp they have really done a nice job putting this offensive line around him and building up around him this is a tough spot for the Cowboys and the other one I was going to remind you Aaron I talked I, I mentioned this early um, Inseki is the um, uh, the, the veteran tackle, uh, offensive tackle that was in the mix along with Terrence Steele. Jerry said yesterday that Terrence Steele was going to get the start at right tackle um, and that Zach Martin would remain at right guard. Today, uh, the coach of the team, Mike McCarthy, said, eh, not so fast. You know, we might we might stick with them. Uh, we, we, we could still go with Inseki. So, again, this is typical Jerry maybe speaking out of turn a little bit. And uh, we shall see. All right, tomorrow uh, we may have the coach of Baylor men's golf. We couldn't quite get him on today because they are just now starting to get off the course. Th that was a really uh, – I've been following. I've been – the last two days I've been out at this tournament. Had a great buffet out there today. <laughs> it was one of my favorite things about the tournament. Uh, Aaron, you, I think you enjoyed the description of that buffet. I, I, I wish they had one more day. I'd like to try that tomato basil soup. But today I went with the um, – the broccoli cheese soup, not quite what, um, but but the Marido people, it wasn't like Black Eyed Pea. Used to love that broccoli cheese soup from Black Eyed Pea, but uh, I'd get that on the vegetable plate occasionally. And you'd get some, uh, you, you'd get the, um, what would I get? The, the corn. Oh, they had Mrs. Cobb's fried corn. All right, I love that. Do they have Black Eyed Pea anymore in Waco? Golly, we hit that place all the time. I have not been out there in forever. Let us know if Black Eyed Pea is still around. Two five four six six two. 1660 is the CNC Collision Center text line. Let me give you the latest from Merido Golf Club. Bears are going the wrong direction. Um, one hole to play, waiting for that final score from Johnny Kiefer. But he was challenging and right there in the mix to maybe be able to go up there and, uh, and, and possibly tie. And unfortunately, he just bogeyed 17. And so Johnny Kiefer has fallen to fourth place. Uh, he's one over for the day after starting round one, 71, round two, 67. And it looks like he's probably going to finish with either a 72 or 73 today. 
and the Bears as a team. Uh, let's look at the team real quick. Um, looks like the Bears are going to finish right around eighth. Yeah, they'll finish in eighth place. Very prestigious tournament. They will finish just a couple strokes behind Ohio State and four strokes behind the dreaded Aggies. Dadgummit, the Aggies. I was out there, Aaron, you would have enjoyed this. I, I was out in the parking lot. They let me park over there by the Golf Channel people in the media area, and I was checking out today, like, who had the nicest golf buses for the team. They, they, they don't have, like, real big chartered buses like you'd see on a, uh, a basketball or a football team or something like that. They just have those really high-end, like, Mercedes tall buses, like if you're at a ski shuttle or something. Uh, you, you, see, you see things like that. The Aggies did have a beautiful bus. I will say that. Let's give the Aggies that. And then Texas Tech had one of the nicer uh, Mercedes-type buses out in the parking lot. Aaron, did you want to know that? Were you hap- are you happy to get that information today? Sure. <laughs> All right. All right. Aaron has been very enthusiastic today. Good work by you, Aaron. Really enjoyed uh, getting that, uh, uh, having President Livingstone on with us. People have really enjoyed that. Give Tom my best, okay? Told Tom Barfield that Mosley said hey and enjoy game time. That's going to take you all the way until 6 o'clock. Everybody have a great afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock sharp. Good night. The La Vega Coaches Show with Don Hyde is brought to you by First Central Credit Union. The La Vega Pirates, 2-1 now, on the road for the second week in a row. Battle of two state-ranked teams. LBJ finishes on top, 28-7. to Coach, how'd they slow down your offense? Well, they just gave us a different look than what we prepared for. And, uh, you know, we, we got a young offensive line, and we, we struggled with making adjustments. And, uh, you know, with uh, seven minutes left in the game, it's still a 14-7 game. Uh, they were up, and uh, we dropped a post route for a touchdown that probably would have put us in the lead at one point, 14-7. And, uh you know, we just got a young team that, that uh, had difficulty bouncing back, and uh, all we got to do is learn from them and get better. I know it's a state-ranked team, but 28 points. Does your defense need to improve somewhere? Oh, like I said, I thought defensively we played really well. I mean, it, uh, with seven minutes left in the game, it's 14-7, and uh, we had a few breakdowns late in the game that, that cost us some points. And uh, But for the most part, I thought our defense kids played a really good game. We took 85 snaps. There's a lot of snaps in high school football, and uh, kids played hard. How about special teams? How's that working out for you so far this year? Oh, I thought our kids did a really good job, uh, uh, especially kickoff return. They had a guy up there that uh, he, he doesn't really kick it deep, so he we had to pretty much go hands team the entire time, and uh, you know we uh, was able to able to field every kick and uh, uh, get get a decent return off one of them. And the punt team, we did a really good job. Our snappers done a fabulous job all year, and you know our kickers have done a good job of kicking the ball where we want them to kick it, and so. You know, there's, there's certainly room for improvement, but uh, so far, teams wise I've been pretty, pretty, pretty pleased. This week, you get to host battle-tested Argyle, which has become a very good rivalry in recent years between these two teams. What are you expecting from the Eagles, who are three and zero? They're going to, if you give them a run favorable box, they're going to run the ball at you. If you give them a pass favorable box, they're going to throw the ball at you. And so, they're a really good football team. And so, we've got a huge test ahead of us. ESPN Central Texas. Rookie home buyer? Go the distance with First Central Credit Union. We are opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about refinancing your mortgage loan? This plan works for you too. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Everything we do, we do for you. Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun from the 20, fourth and two. Only heard here. here. Snap is back, looking middle, throwing middle, slant, cut. All season. Cooper walks it in, touchdown on fourth and two. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers. Live from SoFi Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Chargers Sunday at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas.
For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring.